You're listening to a podcast from Victory. God is the provider of our redemption. Learn more about this through Abraham's story in week four of our series, Awesome God. Again and good afternoon to all of you. Okay lang ba yung week nyo? Parang malungkot kayo. Yan ang hirap na pag naka-face mask tayo tsaka naka-face shield. We go about doing church. Parang medyo emotionless siya. No? Again, as we all know naman, we trust that you are connecting not just with one another but connecting with God as well. We had a very good time of worship. And uh, sabi ko nga kanina kay Pastor Oya, I like how I feel today because I, I'm feeling that I'm before the young people. No? Sino ba yung mga millennials dito tsaka Gen Z? Asang kamay? <laughs> Nahiya tuloy sila. Nahiya yung mga millennials natin. But again, welcome to everyone regardless of age. This is church. No? We're, we're made up of multi-generation. And that's how we want to build God's church. Regardless of how old we are, in uh, physical form no, or in maturity in the Lord, we come together every Sunday just enjoying the presence of God and enjoying one another, albeit in a limited capacity. So again, just a few reminders if you are uh, with us here now, just keep your mask on and your face, face shield on as well. No? Uh, okay lang. Okay lang, no? Medyo weird yung pakiramdamin. Kung nasa bahay ka naman, enjoy ka lang. Huwag ka lang makakatulog, but we're glad you're joining us as well. And if this is your first time to actually join us via Facebook or YouTube, don't forget to like and click the notification button. So, tayo pong mga nandito, malalangin po tayo as we start our time with God, with the preaching of the Word. Lord, marami pong salamat for today. Thank you, Lord, that as we continue with our a series on Awesome God, you will prove yourself faithful to us, Lord God. You will shower us with the, your character, Lord God, and we will know in a deeper way who you are in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Uh, I'm looking around as I can see, you know, there are a few, just nabibilang ko po yung mga kasing edad ko. Actually, nahanap ko yung kasing edad ko eh. Uh, lang yung kasing edad ko. Why do I say that? Because I don't know if you can connect with this, or even if even uh, you know if you know this movie. But just in case you don't know this movie, you just go ahead and ask your parents. Tanong yun lang kung ano to movie nito. Because in 1977, uh, I don't know, Mandy, if you know this, no, if you still remember, in 1977, a a movie came out, no, uh, entitled Close Encounter with the Third Kind. Okay, Close Encounter with the Third Kind. Uh, one of the top hits of uh, Steven Spielberg. Well, I don't know if you remember it. And uh, just Google it later. Don't Google it now. No? Those of you, yung mga millennials, si Josh nakatingin sa akin, uh, ano ba yun? Close Encounter of the Third Kind. That was the first introduction of uh, connections with aliens. And people were so excited. Parang for the first time, they thought to themselves, ah, maybe it's possible that there are people out there uh, na pwede tayong makapag-connect, no? It picked their interest so much na actually yung movie nyo naging blockbuster noong 1977. But if you can have that 
for aliens, I mean, surely we can have that for God. How many of you, you, you believe what I'm saying? That what we can ask for as Christians for this year is to have a close encounter of a God kind. Amen ba po? That's in your heart. Because if you fulfill the Lord yet. If you're thinking, Lord, I want to have a close encounter with you for this year, that's about to happen in your life. Just watch out. If you consistently come before God, He will come to you in such a way that you will be changed. Your minds will be transformed and your life will never, ever be the same. Imagine what happened to Moses during the burning bush. I wish everybody will have their own burning bush experience. What happened to Gideon? He was fearful, hiding in a wine press. But when the angel of the Lord came and declared to him, you are a mighty warrior. But for some of us, we want to hear that. We want to hear who we are in spite of what's happening to us now. We want to hear God's declaration, you are a mighty warrior. You have a future that God has in store for you. And last week, Pastor Owe preached a very powerful uh, message when he said, God is someone who sees. Elroy, no? Kung ano man yung pinagdadaanan nyo, sometimes it's very easy to say, Lord, do you really see? And if you see, do you even know or care what's happening to me? But let me tell you, God is the one who sees and he can do something about it. But today, we're going to look at uh, another aspect of our, our awesome God no, that says that He is Jehovah Jireh. Familiar? Familiar ba sa inyo yun? Alam niyo ba ibig sabihin nun? Latay yata familiar. No? Pinaka, isa sa mga pangalan ni Lord that probably all of us here know or it's one way or the other connect easily with that name of God. Again, those of you watching, if you're saying amen to what I'm saying, just Put, put that in the chat button or in the chat box no? and just declare Jehovah Jireh or God himself will provide. So if you have your Bibles with you, turn it to Genesis 22. We'll start from verse 9, although we'll be referencing the whole chapter. Tingnan natin yung whole chapter na yun, but we'll start with verse 9, Genesis 22, verse 9 up to 14. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, his son, laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. He said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God seeing you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted his eyes and looked. And behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. 
Lord, would you bless the preaching of your word and open up ears that are closed. Remove the blinders from my eyes that we may see your truth. We may get to understand what that, that phrase or that name really means, that you are God who provides for our needs. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Do you still remember uh, Maslow's chart? Yung mga nag-aral sa inyo, naalala niyo pa ba yun? The hierarchy of needs. Josh, tatanda mo ba yun? Merong hierarchy of needs daw eh. No? Ano yung mga pangangailangan? In a macro level, of course we need air. None of us can, can uh, survive without air. Then comes food and water and clothing and sleep and shelter. No? Usually, yun yung sunod-sunod na hierarchy of needs ng tao. And uh, do you know that uh, throughout the years, that somewhat has changed in terms of its priorities? Nabago yan, no? Especially with the millennials now. Nabago yan. And kung si Maslow, yan ang hierarchy ng need niya kay Batman, iba? Ito po yung kay Batman. No, we need Wi-Fi. So, yan po yung hierarchy we need. The reason I know that is because many times, no? Many times, listen here, no? Kayo mga nasa FB, many times I have three kids, no? During the day, I don't get to see them. And even at night after dinner, at, at times, they'll just be staying at their rooms. But what I do once in a while, Pastor Owi, I'll go out of my room, I'll turn off the Wi-Fi intentionally, and lo and behold, they will come out of the rooms as if the world has ended. Lalabas sila na Oh, relax lang kayo. May wifi pa. Pinatay ko lang. Gusto ko lang kayo makita. So, iba yung panangangailangan ng mga kabataan ngayon. No? But seriously speaking, we all have needs. Taas ang kamay dito, walang pangangailangan. Yung walang pangangailangan, you can honestly say, I don't need anything. I don't even need you, Pastor. In the same way, I don't even need God. There, there Are there people in here who can say that you don't need anything? Or if you're, again, you guys in FBN YouTube, can you say that you don't need anything? Because the truth of the matter is this, we all need something. Iba-iba lang yung pangangailangan natin. Iba-iba lang yung needs natin. Tsaka yung level ng pangangailangan natin, yung time constraint na kailangan natin siya, yung amount, iba-iba, no? And iba-iba rin yung aspect ng pangangailangan natin. But the truth is, we all need anything, everything, or something, so much so, listen to this, that we have taken that phrase, the Lord will provide as a magic mantra. Parang ano yan, parang stock phrase natin that we pull out of our pockets whenever there's a need that we're, we're coming up against and we're saying, the Lord will provide. How many of you have done that? If you're like me, I've done that so many times. Without actually understanding or even connecting with that statement itself, it is as if lang na meron tayong potion or magic mantra ang sinasabi natin, may pangangailangan ako, don't worry self, the Lord will provide. But you know what? At least for the next few minutes, my hope is through the power of the Holy Spirit is we get to understand the conditions behind that declaration. There are conditions or stipulations, or states, statements behind that statement or truth that the Lord will provide. So what are they? Tatlo po yun. Number one, 
what God requires. Number two, what God will do. And number three, what God has done. So, madali lang pong tandaan. Para next time na binanggit mo yun, the Lord will provide you. Yeah, you have an understanding of what God requires, what God will do, and what God has done. Let's start with the first. What does God require? Do you want to know what does God require? The answer to that is a very simple word. We actually did it earlier and we're doing it as we live our life as Christians. The answer to that is worship. What God requires is worship. Ano ba nangyari? Ito nga, itong kwentong to is so familiar. If I'm gonna ask every one of you here, maybe very few no, will tell, will say, na, I don't know the story because all of us know the story of Abraham and Isaac. Alam natin kung ano nangyari doon, no? But what God requires as the, the, the chapter started is really initially worship. It start, all starts with worship. Let's take a look at verse 1. No? After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, he said, here I am. He said, take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Siguro pag binabasa natin itong verse nito, pwede bang skip to? Kasi ang opening statement, God tested Abraham. Eh. Sino sa inyo gusto kayo, gusto nyo tinitest kayo ni Lord? Meron mo dito, that's, that's, that's your prayer before the year started. Lord, para mo nang awa, itest mo ako this year. I want to know how strong my faith is. Go ahead and, and test me. I think nobody prayed that prayer or even wrote it down in their diary. Kung meron, lapit kayo sa akin, may libre kayo Starbucks mamaya. Kung that, that was your prayer. Because nobody that I know, I may be wrong, would actually write that down. Lord, test me. In fact, the prayer would be, Lord, let me pass the test or take me away from the test. But for, for this particular instance, this was not the first time that God tested Abraham. In fact, yung unang test niya, hindi take eh. Ang unang test niya was to go. Remember that? In Genesis 12 and Genesis 15, sabi ni Lord sa kanya, go! Magsambalutan ka, sarado mo, mag-migrate ka. Sarado mo yung bahay mo dyan, dalin mo lahat ng kamag-anak mo. Lumipat ka, leave Haran, and go to a place where I will send you, ikaw na. Hindi niya alam kung saan siya pupunta, basta sinabi lang ni Lord, go. That was the first test. But now the test is this. Take your son, your only son, and offer him. Here's Abraham. At one point, his prayers had been answered. Sabi niya, I wanted the son, and God gave him a son. God gave him actually a promise na he will be a father to many nations, and it starts with a son. Natanggap niya na yung son, son niya. Isaac was there. He's living already. But the point is, is this. He had a son, but at one end, God is saying, telling Abraham, yes, you have a son, but offer to me your son. Hindi ma-reconcile ni, feeling ko lang kung ako yun, ang mahirapan ako mag-reconcile. Lord, akala ko ba I will be a father of many nations? Akala ko ba palalawigin mo kami? But bakit mo papatayin yung anak ko? Bakit mo siya hinihingi sa akin? I don't understand. And yet, Abraham, as we all know it, obeyed. He nonetheless 
obeyed, no? He went out, went to the place where God was asking him to go, and this is what happened in verse 5, no? Sabi sa verse 5, Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. How did Abraham view the testing that he was going through? How did he view it? He viewed it as something as worthy of worship. It was a testing, but at the same time, ang isip ni Abraham, I'm gonna worship. I'm gonna worship. I'm gonna build an altar. In fact, yun yung sinabi niya, no? Yun yung una niyang ginawa. If you look at verse 9, when they came to the place which God had told him, Abraham, build an altar. Again, another trivia. Just for us to know, this is not the first time that Abraham built an altar. If you're reading Genesis, this is actually the fourth time that he has built an altar. So, sanay na sanay na po si Abraham na mag-worship. How do you worship then? You're asked to build an altar. Whenever you build an altar, you put on a, a burnt offering, an offering that you're going to burn. That's how they worship there. This is the fourth time that was recorded in Genesis that Abraham built an altar. And this was not his preliminary test. For many of us here, no, when we think, oh, I'm under testing kay God, ask yourself, is this a preliminary test or is this the finals? Finals. See, Abraham was going through a finals. Uling-uli na because after this, after this, alam na ni Lord, set in stone na yung pananampalataya ni Abraham sa kanya. But this was his final exam. And as you all know it, Abraham passed this final exam. He built an altar. He worshipped. You know, worship has at least three components to it. When you think about it, no, it has at least three components. It's the component of faith, it's the component of sacrifice, and it's the component of obedience. Component of faith, sacrifice, and obedience. Think about it, think about faith. This is Abraham placing his faith in the person of God. He was probably so used to the voice of God when God called him Abraham. Ano pong unang ginawa ni Abraham? He answered, here I am. Kayo, pag tinatawag ba tayo ni Lord, alam mo siya yung tumatawag. Familiar ba tayo lahat dito sa voice ni God? When you're reading the word and you know the word is speaking to you, would you, can you honestly say that, Lord, I, I know that it is you who's speaking? In the case of Abraham, he was so familiar with the voice of God that when God spoke to him, hindi siya tumakbo. But he actually answered, Here I am. Believing the person, believing his word, following his voice. But worship also has an element of sacrifice. He was, he was willing to give up his son because he knew that worship really sometimes is costly. Would you agree? I was talking earlier with a friend who came to the house and they were saying that their business is suffering. Sabi niya, he was having a conversation with God in herself and he was say, she was saying, what if the Lord takes everything away from me? Would I still worship? Will I still obey? 
would I still come to Him and worship Him and recognize that He is God's sovereign in my life? Madali pong sagutin pag wala ka dun sa place na yun of nothingness. Of course, almost lahat tayo sasabihin natin, yes. Yes, Lord, kahit tanggalin mo po itong pera ko, tanggalin mo yung bahay ko, tanggalin mo yung boyfriend ko, tanggalin mo yung girlfriend ko, okay, mag-worship pa rin ako. Pero pag nandun ka na, at times, sinisisi pa natin si Lord. Lord, dot mo ako dinala dito? Sana hindi mo na siya pinakilala sa akin. Niloko pa ako ng business partner ko. In the case of Abraham, he worshipped regardless of what was being required of him. He was coming after God with a cause. And the cause was going to be the life of his son, his only son that he loved. But he worshipped nonetheless. You see, at the altar of worship is where you and I encounter God. At the altar of worship is where you and me would encounter God. And sometimes when we think about worshiping, we say to God, I come to you, Lord, in faith. I don't believe that. Most of the time when we come to God, we come to Him with our nothingness. We come to Him with our weakness. We come to Him with our doubts. We come to Him with our fears. That's what we, He expects of us. Because confident. I'll come to you, Lord, with my strong faith. Do you really believe that? Or are you so, so secure in your relationship with God and you tell Him, Lord, I come to you in my nothingness. I come to you in my weakness. But still, Lord, because I come to you, that's where you transform my faith. That's where you build up my character. That's where you build up my person. Because we come to God at the altar of worship. That's what I'd like every one of us to learn. Let's build an altar. When we have a need, tiklupin mo yung sleeves mo. Para yung pagkatiklup mo, Josh. Be ready to build your altar of worship kay God. Lord, ang hirap. Alam ko, I would have to sacrifice something that's worth, that's costly, but nonetheless, I'll sacrifice it pa rin because I want to worship you. There are needs that you have Tasang kamay na lahat na may mga pangangailangan. Ikaw na nanonood sa FB, lagay mo yung emoticon dyan na nangangailangan ka. Lahat na may pangangailangan, here's the statement that I'd like you to remember. Worship comes before the provision. Yes, you have needs, but come to Him first in worship. Yes, the Lord will take care in his own timing, in his own way, of all your needs, he will meet them. But prior to meeting your needs, we need to come to God in worship. It's coming to God in worship. Number two, because number one natin sabi niya, what God requires, that's worship. Number two, what God will do, ito yung alam naman natin lahat, he will provide. He will provide. Verse 13, and Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. You know, the provision of God will come to you in an unseen and unexpected manner. Ang problema po sa ating mga disciple ni Lord, we are trying to put God in a box. 
We're thinking this is how God should respond to my need. Eh mga kapatid, as we've learned during the prayer and fasting, God is a transcendent God. We cannot put Him in a box and expect the way He should answer is the way we like Him to answer. Think about this. Do you think Abraham saw where the ram would be coming from? Think about it. In, in, in his mind, was Abraham saying, Ah, alam ko, magpapadala ng ram si Lord. Alam ko, may ipit yan dun sa ticket. Alam ko, pag tumingin ako, nandun na yan. I don't think that ever came to his mind. He just said, The Lord will provide my son. You cannot put God in a box. Allow Him to work in His own ways. Yes, mga, may pangangailangan ka sa kapirahan. Iniisip mo na kung saan manggagaling, mag-isip ka, pero expect God to answer in a different manner. In a different way, whether from an unseen source or an unexpected source. I have a friend who uh, went into a business dealing with another partner, but unfortunately their dealings didn't end up well. They ended up, uh, he ended up being sued by his former partner. Four counts in four different uh, salas of judges. He went through the prayer and fasting. During the prayer and fasting, first day, he receives an email from this friend, former friend. Sabi ng kaibigan niya dati, na nagdemanda sa kanya, criminal and civil case. Sabi sa kanya, Happy New Year. Because of our former good relationship, I just want to let you know that I'm dropping all the charges against you. Did you think he expected that? Probably a expectation na lalaban ako, mananalo ako sa korte. May lawyer din naman ako. But that's the thing with God. He'd like to surprise us. If we have needs, he'll tell us. Yes, you're expecting this, but I'm giving you this. I'll meet your needs nonetheless. But most of the time, it is his own way, his own timing, nagagawin po ng ating Panginoon sa ating yan. Expect God to move. Don't put him in a box. On a personal note, I shared this during the, the prayer and fasting during the breakthrough night. My, my, my wife and I were staying on this side. The service was about to start. We had our own prayers. Lord, ito po yung need namin. Sagutin mo yung need namin, Lord. We were praying na our business has been taken a hit as well. One year na walang delivery. Lo and behold, before we started, a text came through. Magkakaroon ka na ng PO. Did we expect that? Did she expect it? No. So in worship po namin, Ah, Lord! Grabe ka, Lord! Ibang klasika. We have needs and God met our needs because His name is faithful. Because His name is God will provide. Because His name to the mountain of the Lord to this day, God Himself will provide. If you believe that, you'll give a offer, uh, clap offering to God. I think it deserves more. What do you think? Amen. Amen. I like how they place that word in Hebrew. It's not the word provide. But rather, the words in English are, are as follows. God will see to it. God will see to it. When you think about it, no, God will see to it. Last week, Pastor Owi mentioned 
that He is the God who sees. But what I like about God is this. He is a God who sees, but He is also a God who sees to Him. Tayong lahat dito nakakita, may, may bulag ba tayong kasama? Wala, di ba? Lahat tayong nakakakita. Pag nakakakita ka, you have a choice whether to uh, act or react. Certainly with our God, that's His choice. That's His sovereign choice. No? He can choose not to respond. He can choose to respond. But in His case, if you combine those, both na- those names together, El Roy and Ra'a, God who sees and God will see to it. I don't know what you have, what your needs are. But let me tell you this. What I know is that name of God is still true even today. When he tells us, he sees, and he will see to it. God will see, and he will see to it. How many of you are facing a wall? You're facing a wall, literally facing a wall. That's, that's your need. Lord, there's a huge wall in front of me. But because you are a God who will see to it, guess what? This is, here is how God will respond to you. He will respond in varied ways. First thing is he can give you a ladder. You have a wall, he'll give you a ladder. Para to climb that wall. You have a wall in front of you, this is how God can respond to you. He can give you a shovel so that you can dig under the wall. You have a wall, this is how God again can respond to you because he's transcendent. He can give you a detour so that you pwede kang umiwas dun sa wall na yon. You have a wall. This is how God can respond to you. He will give you a sledgehammer and the strength to break that wall. So when we think about God's name, when it says He will see to it, it's not merely providing as we see it, but providing for whatever need you will have. He sees and He will see to it. And lastly, Oh, before I continue, ito pala yung maganda, no? Before I continue to the last point. I know we're a little bit over time, but bear with me. Kayo po mga sabahay, wala naman kayong pupuntahan, so okay lang. Hintayin lang po a few more minutes, no? Uh, here's what Abraham did pala, no? If you look at that, that verse, verse 13. Abraham lifted his eyes and looked. Tingin po kay lahat sa akin. Kuminsan, here's the trouble. We're not looking. We're so concerned and so downcast. Our heads are down. May problema tayo. May need ka, nakaganyan ka lang. Without you knowing that there's already a provision in front of you. But because you're not looking and you're not lifting your head, you are not seeing the provision that God has for you. So what do you need? You need first to open your spiritual eyes. Ask the Lord to open your spiritual eyes. Especially now, maraming pandemic, maraming kaganapan sa paligid natin. Things are muddled. All the more our prayer should be, Lord, I know the provision is there, but open my spiritual eyes so that I can see. And the next thing you need to pray for is this, discernment. Does God that shows to you an impossibilities, then pray for discernment. Lord, I want to know without a shadow of the doubt that this is where you are asking me to tread. This is, although meron to, Lord, may daanan bandarito, alam ko, nasasabihin mo, this is it. That's discernment. Because most of the time, the answers are in front of our face. 
Imagine if Abraham did not look back. He was so concerned, <laughs> papatayin ko na yan ako. Sabi ni Lord siya, magpo-provide. Lord, provide, provide, provide. Please, Lord. Baka binatukan siya ni Lord. Ayan na sa likod mo eh. You just have to lift up your head and look around because the provision is there already. I think for many of us, that's what we need to do. You have a need that you would like God to meet. Lift up your head. Worship, look around, pray for discernment, and ask for spiritual eyes so that you can see God's provision. Lastly, what he requires is worship. What he will do is to provide, and what he has done is the good news. That's the gospel. Let's move to chapter to verse 17. He, this is God again speaking after all the incident. No, tinigil ng angel si, si Abraham para patayin si Isaac. Sabi ni Lord sa kanya, I will surely bless you. I will surely multiply your offsprings as the stars of the heavens and as the sand that is on the seashore. Your offspring, say the word offspring. Your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed, obeyed my voice. And you all know the name of the famous offspring is, of Abraham is Jesus Christ. Meaning, the greatest blessing has already been provided for us. The greatest blessing has been provided because we have our greatest need. What's our greatest need? Our greatest need is for a Savior. I know you all have needs, no? Bagong trabaho, pambayad sa bahay, maayosing relationships. Those are all legitimate needs. If you'll put it in the hierarchy of needs, baka nandito yun. Kasi ang pinakakailangan mong... Hindi po ako kakanta pa. Ang pinaka-need na kailangan mo is this. You need a Savior. You need a Savior. And guess what God has done already? He went back to the mountain 2,000 years ago. There was a second sacrifice but this time, God did not stay His hands. An angel didn't come and say, wag mong ipako sa krus yung taong yan. But God went ahead in His timing and pleasure and in will, allowed His Son to be nailed on the cross so that they, His Son can meet humanity's greatest need. That's the gospel, mga kapatid. So if you're thinking, I have a need, yeah, worry about it, but your greatest need has already been given to you. You have in your life your greatest blessing. Because His Son, Jesus Christ, was nailed on the cross for you and me. That's the gospel. Yan po yung ginawa ng ating Panginoon. So that we are no longer a people who are in need. No longer a people who are in need. We are a people in a relationship where there is love and joy and forgiveness and hope. We are a people no longer in need but in thanksgiving because we can rejoice that we have a hope and a future that we can look forward to beyond this lifetime. We are a people no longer in need of community because we are in a community. 
This is a community. You are in church. Hindi ka nag-iisa. Look around you. Those are your brothers and sisters that will be with you for the rest of eternity. Masaya ba kayo nakasama namin sila? Lord, talaga bang born again to? Makakasama ko to for the eternity, Lord. Kasama ko si Henry. Sigurado ka, Lord. But we are in a community. So we're celebrating. We are a people no longer in need because we are a people in a kingdom that will last for all eternity. Kahit mamatay po tayong lahat, and mangyayari po yan, mamatay tayong lahat, we will be transported into a kingdom that will never ever end. That's why we rejoice. That's why we worship. That's why we thank God for what He has done in our lives. Verse 14, and we land with this verse. So Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. Three words I'd like to highlight. Tingnan niyo po yung three words na gusto kong i-highlight. Three lang talaga. Hindi po yun yung word na tinitingnan niyo. Yung word na gusto kong i-highlight is this. To this day. To this day. Because if that statement is not true to this day, huwag na natin i-preach yan. But that statement is true to this day. To this day. In your situation, whatever need you have, the Lord is saying, I will see to it. To this day, I will see to it. Let's give the Lord praise. I will see to it, says the Lord. To this day. Three actions, quick action steps for the week. Mabilis na mabilis pala po po. Three action steps for the week. First is declare it. Declare it. Mga millennials, mga Gen Z, post it. Do an IG story about it. Put it in your Instagram. Put it in Facebook. Kung meron kang Twitter pa rin, tweet about it. Kung gusto mo mag-tiktok ka, tiktokin mo kung I don't know how, how that would look like nag-tiktok ka and saying, the Lord will provide, but do it nonetheless. If you're a baby boomer, you're probably thinking you can do a, a wallpaper. Yung kaibigan ko, ang ginagawa niya, nagko-cross-stitch. Pwede kang mag-cross-stitch. Ang ilagay mo sa cross-stitch mo, the Lord will provide. Yung mga millennials po, gusto niyong tanongin sa mga magulan niyo, ano ba yung cross-stitch? Tanongin niyo po mamaya-maya. But what else can you do this week? Print it on your t-shirt or buy a bumper sticker that says the Lord will provide. Declare it for this week. Declare it not just to yourself, but to someone who needs it. Hanap ka na mga kaibigan mong dumadaan, na may mga pangangailangan, an opportunity to minister and tell the truth of God's word, the Lord will provide for you. Declare it. Next is believe it. The word tells us Abraham believed and it was credited to him as righteousness. Believe it. And lastly, live it. There's no other way for disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ to live. For the Bible tells us the righteous shall live by faith. Declare it, believe it, and live it. What? 
the Lord will see to it. The Lord Himself will provide. Why don't we all stand as we take this time to pray and to allow the Lord to minister to you, even to you who are watching in Facebook and YouTube. We believe in the power of the Word of God. This distance does not limit a transcendent God. Kahit nandyan po kayo, nanunod kayo sa replay, or pinapanood nyo itong preaching na to five years from now, or even ten years from now, that's how powerful the Word of God is. It will never change. Take hold of it. Take hold of it. Declare it, believe it, and live it. Lord, thank you for ministering to your people. Thank you for speaking to us who you are, Lord God, your character. That in the mountain of the Lord, you're saying to us to this day that you will see to it. Let's just take this time to bring our needs to God. If you have specific needs, you know na kinakailangan niya ng kasagutan, taas mo yung kamay mo. We're gonna pray for you. Specific needs that you believe God Sigad lang ang makakasagot. Taas mo yung kamay mo. Even you guys watching live stream. Lord, you see the hands of your church. Your people, Lord God. People who need you, Lord God. People who are in the midst of testings and trials, Lord God. Certainly you are God who sees, but you are also a God who will see to it. Pray, Lord God, that as they place their faith as they worship this week, as they believe, as they declare, as they live it, Lord God, you will respond to them, Lord, in ways that they will not expect. In ways that they will not even see kung saan ang galing, Panginoon. Would you excite them? Would you excite them, Lord God, that the answers are already coming? That, Lord, the reality is, kung hindi Masinagot yung greatest need namin. Baka magdoubt kami. But because you've met our greatest need, Lord God, there's faith welling in our hearts. I pray, Lord, for those who are asking for provision. Let them see your name displayed in their life. Maybe there are some of you, your response is actually surrender. Not giving your life to God. You have a need that you would like God to meet, but it all starts with worship. And worship starts by bending your knees to the Lord Jesus Christ. Just pray this prayer after me. Lord God, today I'm bending my knees. Today I'm humbling myself before you. Today I'm asking that my greatest need is the need for a Savior. And I accept you, Lord, into my life. Forgive me of every sin that I've committed, Lord God. Remove your past from me, Lord. And clothe me with your righteousness and your grace. I accept you as both Lord and Savior of my life. Lord, I pray for those who prayed this prayer now. Or even pray this prayer in the future. Or during the replay, Lord God. Would you meet them where they're at? Let them feel who you are. And thank you, Lord, for writing their names in the Lamb's Book of Life. 
Lord, salamat po for your word. We worship you with everything that's in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.